Welcome to Real Financial Planning, broadcast on WKXL and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Matt Robeson, joined as always by Mike Morton of Morton Financial Advice and the host of Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs. Mike, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Matt. I like what makes this real is the two of us are real and we're really here talking about it. (laughs) It really reminds me of probably the funniest animated movie of the last decade or two, Megamind, where the ridiculously satired parodied superhero is like, let's get real for a second here. It's ah. I sound like a doofus when I say that, but anyway, it's the name of the show. So I'm stuck. There you go. Um, here's a dumb, here's a dumb question. Speaking of sounding like a doofus. Hey Mike, how do taxes work? Go. <laughs> All taxes. Why is, Why is this a question? State taxes, I, I, income taxes. People, what kind of taxes? Income taxes. All right. Every, we all, there's only two certain things in life, death and taxes. Mm. So you'd think we would know a lot about both of these things. You were just saying to me before we got on the air that a surprising number of people, like smart people, like come to you and say, how do taxes work? Well, here's the thing. Like everyone understands I pay taxes. I have some income. The higher my income, the more they're taken from me. That kind of sucks. And I owe taxes. It just comes out of my paycheck. Uh, there's some line items. And then at the end of the year, sometimes I owe a couple thousand or I have to pay a couple thousand. But what I do as part of my practice, of course, many of the conversations have a tax overlay. If we're adding to saving in certain accounts, if we're buying and selling, reinvesting in a portfolio, rebalancing, if we're saving for education, if we're doing estate planning, these all have tax implications. Remember, it's not how much you make, it's how much you get to keep that matters. And so I start talking about taxes all the time and people's eyes start glazing over where they say, wait, I don't really know how the tax system really works. Now you're right. You know what? Let's cancel this episode. Let's talk about the NFL. What do you think about the Patriots? I'm joking. I'd say that our mission in this show is in about 20, maybe a few minutes more. We want to explain this in a nutshell so that you can sound really smart at cocktail parties. That's yeah. When you're talking about taxes, yeah. What I really want to do is I really want people to understand at a high level, and trust me, it's going to be pretty basic, okay. But I want you to have a good sense of how the tax system works for you personally, your federal uh, payments, your federal taxes, and it's pretty straightforward. And it's just good to know. It's really good to know to make smart decisions about bonuses and income and saving and all kinds of stuff. Look, for the same reason that a lot of people listen to car talk, but they don't really want to know how to fix their engine. I'd like to know the basics, like what's a spark plug. So here we go. Let's start with income taxes, just 30,000 feet. How how does it work at the most basic level? All right. So we're going to talk about federal income taxes today. So how it works is this. You have your income and wages. All right. This is all the money that you make. You might take some deductions above the line deductions to get to your adjusted gross income. Sorry, I got to ask. Above the line. We're going to get into some of those details. It sounds like okay? above the rim. Hang tight. I mean, Hang tight. You need to dunk? See, you're already getting very complicated. All People right. I'm already okay. skipping above that. The, I may take some deductions. I'll, I'll bear with you. Go. Right. So you have income and wages. Then you have adjusted gross income. Then you take your standard deduction to get to your taxable income. And then based on your taxable income is the total amount of tax that you owe. Okay. All right. And so that's it. I start with all the money that's coming in. Yep. And then there are some deductions. So you take something out of that yep. and you end up with adjusted gross income. Yep. And then there are some more specific deductions. Oh, yep. there's a general deduction. There's a standard deduction. 
that I take out. Yeah, yeah. Let me pause. You got it exactly right. Income, all your stuff coming in. Take some deductions potentially to get your adjusted gross income. And the reason I pause at AGI is because many things are based on AGI. I see. Okay. So that's why you have this adjusted gross income. It is usually many times it is equal to the entire pie, all the stuff that came in. Got okay. It. But that's your AGI. And then from there, you take other deductions, either a standard deduction or itemized deduction, and that gets you to your taxable income. And then the amount of taxes you owe is based on your taxable income. And then you have hopefully paid most of those taxes throughout the year already. I see. So then you have the credits, the payments you've made, and then here's how much tax you owe. That's right. That's right. All right. Okay. That makes sense. So Maybe we can break that down. So where do where does the money come from? Where, yeah, yeah. where, where does money come from? Well, come you, from? Matt, you have to do work. You and I just to talk on a podcast. <laughs> we gotta do someone's gotta we, pay us some money. Can we diss Gen Z for a second and say, yeah, that's what the money's for is doing work. <laughs> that's right. Oh man, we just lost the most important demographic of our listenership. Direct oh, your angry emails and social media tweets and posts to Mike Morton. Morton wait, wait, wait. What a jerk. All right, go oh, on. No. Yes. So the money income. is for working mostly. Yeah. Income and wage is exactly right. So it's from mostly for most people, it's coming from your paychecks. If you're a business owner, it's coming from your revenue minus your expenses. It could be coming from social security payments. So that's income. Social security payments it could be coming from pensions. It could be coming from all kinds of stuff. Checks that are coming into your checking or savings accounts. We also are going to include here interest income. So remember that thing called interest, which... <clears throat> Up until about a minute ago, you were getting none of, but now it's 5%. So interest income counts and then capital gains, qualified dividends. So if you have a brokerage account where you maybe had something that went up in value and you sold it, that's a gain and qualified dividends from your investments all lump into this income and wages and that area. Got it. All the money that's coming in from various sources. All right, that that, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. So I know we paused on adjusted gross income a moment ago, and I pushed the point of what are these above the line deductions? Maybe all joking aside, we could break them down a little bit. It does yeah. sound a little bit like well, a mafioso skimming off the top. But here's the thing about yeah. why they're important to understand the difference, what we say above the line and below the line. The above the line is income and wages. We just told you that. Then we're going to do above the line deductions to get to our AGI. And I told you AGI is used for a lot of limitations in the IRS code. You can only take certain credits or deductions or other stuff based on your AGI. So if you have above the line deductions, they're very valuable. They're great because it's lowering your AGI. You subtract above the line deductions from your income to get AGI. And you want your AGI to be as low as possible because then you qualify for more good stuff. Okay. So that's where above the line deductions, the other way to think about above the line deductions is every dollar you can save above the line is saved at your marginal tax rate. And we're gonna talk about marginal tax rates because it's one of the things I really want you to know. A marginal tax rate is, Matt, the next dollar you make, how much are you taxed? It is your tax bracket. Your mar So it could be 24%. Could be 35%. So, in other words, you make a dollar and you're going to owe 24% or 24 cents. But for every above the line deduction, that's exactly what you're saving. You're saving 24 cents on the dollar for every above the line deduction. So, they're really great if you qualify for above the line deductions. I see. And what kinds of examples are we talking about here? All right. So, examples are be contributions to retirement accounts, traditional retirement like an accounts, IRA. like an IRA or your 401k. It's going to be contributions to HSAs, health savings account. 
student loan interest, depending on your income and wages, self-employment costs, and then there's a bunch of other ones that might show up here, alimony, some education expenses, and a bunch of other fairly minor ones. They don't apply to too many people, but those would be the big ones that are above the line deductions. Got it. All right. So you you skim those off the top and the take home on that is as much as you can get, you're getting massive value there. The lower your AGI, the better off you are from a tax standpoint. But then you said there's like another round of potential deductions, a standard yep. or itemized. What are those? Those are below the line? That's exactly right. So those are below the line deductions. Now the AGI is what we got to. It's really important for all kinds of stuff. You read this in any kind of, hey, if you qualify for X, Y, or Z, it's all based on your AGI. All right. So that's why that's important. But now we're going to take another set of deductions before we can calculate the tax you owe. And these are below the line and they're deductions. And typically you either take a, what's called the standard deduction, or you try to itemize all the certain things that can qualify for deductions. And if your itemized deductions is more than the standard deduction, you can take your itemized deduction. So we're kind of looking at one bucket or the other. I'm either going to take the standard or I'm going to take the itemized, okay? And this is where the standard deduction for uh, singles is about $13,000 this year. For uh, couples, it's almost $26,000. So we're going to take that off of your AGI to create your taxable income. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. And then I guess the final steps in the process are you've got your taxable income. Now we've got to put some tax on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. You have a couple of different taxes that are put on that taxable income to create your total tax owed. All right. So you have ordinary income tax. That's probably the majority. But if you have any capital gains, you'll have capital gains tax. And there could be some other taxes as well. Medicare surcharges, net investment taxes, AMT taxes. So there's different things that all these different schedules are looking at. Hey, do you owe? And the reason why there's so many different like schedules and different things is because people have tried to get around paying taxes. And so the code gets more and more complicated to try to close loopholes. But most of it's income tax and, and you come up with this total tax. And once you have your total tax, that's how much you are paying in taxes. All right. So that's how much you're paying in taxes. And hopefully you've paid a lot of it already by coming out of your paycheck or whatever it is. And those are the total taxes that you owe. Are you ready to create your ideal lifestyle? Let's discover what's most important to you and design a plan to have more of that in your life. Go to meetmikemorton.com. All one word, meetmikemorton.com. Got it. Got it. Okay. Let's circle back for a moment to the buzzword you hit before, marginal tax rates and how they apply to tax brackets. I have a very vivid memory as a young economics student in college making a mistake with a professor and thinking that let's say there was a cutoff between two tax brackets at, I'll just look at one that's real, $10,275. And let's say the tax bracket, the 10% tax bracket applies to anything below 10,275. And then the next tax bracket up, the 12% tax bracket applies to anything over that. And I thought, okay, as soon as I earn 
276, everything, all 10,276 gets 12%. No, that's not true. It's the marginal tax rate. So maybe you can explain that better than I just did, but that's a really important concept here. It's really important. And a lot of people kind of mess this up. I get this question as well. So it's really important you understand this. There are tax brackets. Oh yeah, we all we can all recognize that. Oh yeah, I remember there's tax brackets. If you don't if you don't make hardly any money, you know, you're in a low 0% or 10% tax bracket. So there's tax brackets and they all have a certain amount of income. I'm going to talk about married filed jointly, okay? But single is what Matt just mentioned, okay? So the first up if you make income up to $20,000 approximately, you're in 10% tax bracket. From 20,000 to 80,000 you're in the 12% tax bracket, okay? Now, the way the brackets work, and then it's 22% up to about 180,000. So if you make 150,000, 150,000 falls in the 22% tax bracket. All right, what does that mean for you? What it means is the first 20,000 married filed jointly is taxed at 10%, okay? So that's 2,000 bucks. So you're gonna owe 2,000. The next from 20,000 to 80,000 is taxed at 12%. Okay. So it's going to be $2,000 plus 12% of that $60,000. The next set of money from 80,000 up to your 150,000 is taxed at 22%. So you see that as you make more, it's that next set is taxed at a higher rate. Okay. So that's what the tax brackets mean. And this is why. If you have 150,000 of income, the next dollar you make, you pay 22% of that to the federal taxes or on 22 that cents on right. that dollar. That next dollar you're going to make, you, hey, you got a bonus of a dollar, you're going to pay 22 cents or 22% on that dollar. Okay. It doesn't mean all the dollars, just that next one. And that's called your marginal tax rate, or you can think of it as I'm in this tax bracket. Those are the same. And it's really important because if you want to go out, if you're going to get a bonus or a raise, that's the amount you're going to pay in federal taxes on any of that bonus or a raise because that's the marginal tax rate you're in. But it's not the total tax that you paid for all your income. And the reason I wanted to punch that point, because I come from more of a policy perspective, is that misunderstanding can lead people to think the wrong thing about our system. People have probably heard many times that we have a progressive tax system. That means that the more you make, the higher those marginal tax rates are. But it is not a cliff at each of those brackets. It's not the case that you go over the cliff with that $1 and now everything before that gets the higher rate. That's not what it is because that's what would make it seem like, hey, why would I make more money? Because I'm going to get taxed so much more on everything I made. Right. The amount of kind of sand in the gears, the, the breaking on your incentive to make more money is actually much, much more gradual than that. It just means that, again, using your married levels, we go from $83,550, which is the top of the 12% bracket, And then that next dollar is 22%. Do I still want to make that next dollar? Yes, because I'm still keeping 78 cents of that dollar. That seems like a pretty darn good deal to me. Let's cover just one more topic here that I think we have time for, but I think is super important here, which is the difference between tax deductions 
and tax credits. We just did a show about this that people may hear it on the radio before or after this, where we were talking about student loan debt and the ability to write that off. And so there, there are tax credits and tax deductions. What's the difference? Which would you rather have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely rather have credits than simple deductions. So you mentioned your total tax. Okay. And that could be ordinary income tax, the capital gains tax and other taxes. So that's your total tax you owe. Then you get to take some credits and payments off of that. So the credits you get to take are like the child tax credit, child independent care credit, lifetime learning credits, American opportunity credits. Okay. These are credits that come straight off the taxes you owe. So if you owe 50,000 in taxes and you have a credit for $5,000, you now owe $45,000 of taxes, okay? 50,000 minus the 5,000 credit. So a credit is directly one for one coming off your taxes. You get every dollar of it. Every dollar of it. Now, remember we said above the line deductions, you're saving at that marginal tax rate. And that's why, again, marginal tax rates are so important. Matt, you made the point, look, I still get to keep 78 cents on that dollar. But the flip side is if you're in a higher, say you're in the 35% tax bracket, if you can find a way of reducing some of your income above the line deductions, you're saving 35 cents on the right. dollar. And so that's really good too, right? So both ways are good. So that's 35 cents on the dollar. That's great. Credits are dollar for dollar. You're saving right. 100%. So credits, super valuable. We try to grab as many of those as you possibly can. Versus I love the, the way you said that, actually. that's It's such a great way to remember it. Credits are dollar for dollar. You get a dollar of credit, get a dollar of savings. Deductions are at that tax rate. And so, hey, I'd like to save 35 cents off my tax bill. That's money. I like money. We need money. But it's just not as valuable as the full value, the full dollar. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly All right. right. I think that we could go on forever. We could literally go on through the whole tax code, which is we could do a, probably about a 36-hour show. <laughs> That's right. Walking through this, not even begin to scratch the surface. But yeah. I, is there one in just like 30 seconds, is there one thing that you really want people to remember? No, in fact, you know, it's interesting. We did a really good job, I think, Matt, of covering the, the big words and pausing on the things that matter. Marginal tax rates, the credits, and the deductions. And remember, it's total income, above the line, AGI, standard or itemized deduction, then your total tax owed, then take off your credits. That's what I want you to remember. Perfect. All right. That's everything you ever needed to know. Mike Morton, Morton Financial Advice. Thanks so much. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for joining us on Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to and rate the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with me at LinkedIn or MortonFinancialAdvice.com. I'd love to get your feedback. If you have a comment or question, please email me at FinancialPlanningPod at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered for investment advice. Opinions expressed as are of the date of recording. Such opinions are subject to change. We do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the data presented here.